0: hello hi guys welcome back to our podcast um if you're back if you are great thank you we appreciate you very much
1: yeah this is wow we haven't been this is our first like real episode and we're excited to get back into it
0: Uh, Yeah, so you should be hearing this on Halloween, which, uh, if you've seen the title, you probably
1: guessed. This is our Halloween episode. I mean, which was only fitting, considering we're a conspiracy theory slash history slash every single creepy thing in the universe type podcast. Yeah, Um, we're obligated to do this episode. Yeah, this was kind of a requirement. I mean, we couldn't just skim the opportunity to not do this, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: So as we kind of touched in in our update thing that you guys may or may not have listened to, uh, we are going to be slightly changing up the format. We're going to be doing one longer episode and then three shorter episodes. Still going to be bi-weekly though, um, but this is our first longer episode and it's about all things creepy, as we have already said. So we're going to kind of be going through like evolution of Halloween, how it got its name, why trick-or-treating happens, and why we think Halloween's spooky. And then telling some of our own like fun stories about Halloween, and then at the end we have a treat for you guys, and it is our Halloween playlist. So yeah, one
1: thing we put our heart and soul into this playlist, like honestly, we put like five minutes of
0: effort into this playlist, but it's
1: still our heart and soul. Listen, it was it's like literally everything we are currently listening to for fall just mashed up into one big playlist. And trust yes. me, I have been once we hit October first, I have been listening to halloween playlists nonstop, so this is literally what i'm listening to at the moment
0: yeah and i'm gonna enjoy it yeah so with that let's we can get started we've split the research for this so you're gonna probably hear an equal portion of shreya and i talking hopefully and yeah i guess that's it let's get started
1: okay so i decided um to talk about the etymology and the evolution of halloween so we're gonna go into a little bit of history here Now, Halloween has been celebrated for centuries and is known as the super scary Satan centered holiday, but Satan, yeah, let's go. Time to start a cult, guys. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) the background of Halloween is actually not as scary as people think. And it's like a tiny bit disappointing, you know? Oh yeah, pointing, just not what you would expect. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, kind of... Not, like, wholesome, but it's, like, kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yay culture. But, like, also, like, expecting something better? Question mark? <laughs> I was hoping it would be a little bit more gory. Okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, I just... It could get worse. Anyways, so before you get scared, don't blame the holiday, but the sadistic people who make up the stories that haunt us today, pretty much. Um,
0: That's one way to put it,
1: yeah. <laughs> and yes, I am one of those sadistic people, so. Horror stories. Shaya loves horror stories. A lot. I do. When I was little, I used to collect them, like mentally in my head. And I would like... <laughs> like flip through them like a storybook like yeah it was actually like if i think about it it was pretty cool like the way i sort of organized everything in my head but then again like it was like trig or horror stories and horror <laughs> stories took up most of my brain um yeah. so needless to say i was not very good at math i still am not
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh, I had a few horror stories
0: that I really like, but my friend always told them better than me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to just give up now.
1: Yeah, honestly. It's my story. Maybe one day we'll make an episode where we just tell horror stories, because that'll be fun. That'll be real fun.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. So we're going to talk about the etymology behind Halloween. So in order to really understand the background of Halloween, we sort of need to take a look at the meaning behind the word, um, which actually gives us a lot of details about what Halloween was really about. So the word Halloween actually dates back to the year 1745. And it's really just a shortened version of All Hallows' Eve, which is basically a Christian holiday right before All Saints' Day. And fun fact, my mom's birthday is actually on All Saints' Day. Tell your mom happy birthday in,
0: like, three days. Three days? Three days. This is coming out on October 31st.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're filming this um, October 17th, so (laughs) hence the confusion. I just, I cannot comprehend things. But yes, I will tell um, my mom happy birthday in three days, my future mother. (laughs) Okay, but moving on, the evolution of Halloween. See, now we get to the fun part. So the festival and the traditions of Halloween actually date back way before 1745 to an ancient Celtic festival called Soen. Um, This was a time in which people would wear costumes and light bonfires to ward off ghosts. And so it really symbolized the end of harvest season and the beginning of winter. And so this was also the date that ghosts and the dead would return to earth. And they also believed that ghosts and other spirits made it easier for priests to predict the future, which was a really important part of the festival. And so as we go further into like this historical timeline, the Romans will conquer Celtic territory and then Sowin suddenly evolves. So it was combined with two other Roman festivals, Ferelia, which celebrated the passing of the dead and a day to honor, and there was also a day to honor pomona who was the goddess of fruit and trees um and this is why a halloween tradition is actually bobbing for apples because of the day celebrating pomona fun fact that's really
0: cool wait okay that's
1: i didn't know that yeah no me too i was just like something americans made up to sell more fruit okay i wouldn't put it past us but <laughs> yes <laughs> it's actually so <laughs> interesting and honestly I am a god at bobbing for apples.
0: Oh, I've never done it before.
1: Really? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see the, like,
0: how is it a good idea to have, like, a bunch of tiny kids sticking their faces in water? Like, how has nobody ever drowned?
1: Okay, listen. Fifth grade, we had this thing called Celebration Day where we all played, like, a bunch of games and had a little pool party for a grade. And one of the games was bobbing for apples. And you would put them in and you would have to, like, <laughs> you have to like latch on to the apple and bring it out like and honestly nobody could do it How do time, every time I got one apple each time I did it and everybody okay. was like whoa Shrey you're such a god at bobbing for apples and I was like yeah I know it's my secret talent I can bob <laughs> for apples and I've never done it since but I have so much faith in myself that I could do it again even oh, better than I did in fifth grade.
0: It's not like you can put chlorine in
1: the water or something like pools to keep it clean. How is that sanitary? Oh, it literally wasn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's spit was just circulating. And guys, oh. this was like before COVID time, I promise you. Like, I am. That's gross. This is like, what, six years ago? Oh, God. <laughs> that, that's gross. It's disgusting, but it's also really fun. And I'm not going to shame something I'm secretly good at okay fair I need I need one thing on my um on my uh, college resume that I can say is unique yeah college apps Shreya
0: good at balling for apples
1: yes (laughs) Shreya also joined a cult almost
0: (laughs) (laughs) several times
1: it's like the pros and cons yeah <laughs> okay but moving on in the eighth century pope gregory the third designated november 1st to be all saints day and so this began to incorporate traditions of soin um and the evening before was actually um, known as all Hallows' eve so that's where we sort of begin to get the name and that's like a step closer i guess and so now we go to colonial america And so Halloween was not celebrated much due to like the Protestant belief systems, but different traditions of other European groups and Native Americans meshed together, um, created early Halloween parties. So actually, in the early 20th century, as we move forward in our little timeline, um, Irish-American immigrants actually popularized the celebration once again, and they began to dress up and trick-or-treat and, again, borrowing from European customs. So, in fact, the earliest known record of trick-or-treating was actually recorded in, I don't know if you know this, but Ontario, Canada. Woo! Ontario! I'm from, I don't know if I can say I'm from Ontario, but I
0: moved here in grade four, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and my mom is from Ontario. So, <laughs> Here we, go. Woo, we have problems, but at least we had trick or treating. Yeah, let's go. You guys have one thing that you guys can say is like from you guys. We that have several money? things. Let's be Want honest. It? Thank Canada's you. Boring, okay? Oh, so boo. You should be happy about this.
0: The Canada's boring?
1: Yes. Listen, you've missed America so many times, it's my turn.
0: Okay. Okay, I will shut up then about that.
1: (laughs) Okay. But by the 1950s, Halloween began having commercial success from, like, horror films to over, not one, not two, but $6 billion in sales. Woo! Capitalism! I know. in fact, in America alone, it's the second largest commercial holiday right after Christmas. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I know we just have one more and we can we can over, we can overtake them. We can do that. <laughs> Soon we'll be celebrating spooky, scary skeletons all year round and nobody can stop us. I don't know if you know um but I'm pretty sure it's August, I think.
0: Um, where if you go on Tumblr, I believe August 1st, everyone starts posting Halloween memes. And it's like Halloween season has started.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, it's Tumblr. I'm not surprised.
0: I'm pretty sure it's August. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, so Shreya left off with ha- with trick-or-treating as a Halloween tradition. And so uh, let's get a little bit more into that, because that's what I primarily did my research on. So there's kind of three main presents predecessors to trick-or-treating and that's humming, souling, and guising. So humming um, is what where people would dress up as malevolent creatures like demons and would perform in exchange for food, money, or drink. And so this is a tradition that is closer to sew um, but like because uh, in sewing, what they would do is they would dress up in like animal pelts as costumes to ward away malevolent spirits. And so this was like a progression of that. Um, so then souling refers to the practice of soulers, um, who are usually poor people, going to houses of richer families and receiving soul cakes in return for a promise to pay, um, pray for the homeowner's dead relatives. And then finally, in Scotland and Ireland, younger people would participate in guising, where they would dress up in costumes and perform a trip, such as a song, poem, or joke, and return to a treat, usually fruits, nuts, or coins. So, um, fun fact. But guising, Soling, and Mummy are still actually practiced today in certain parts of Britain and elsewhere, though not to the scale of that trick-or-treating history.
1: Um, okay. Yeah, wait. so I thought that was really cool. Wait, let me stop you there, because guising reminds me of this thing that my neighbors do to all, like, the neighborhood children when we trick-or-treat. Tr- trick but basically... When we like go to their house and ring on the doorbell and say trick or treat, they'll be like, oh, in order to get your candy, you have to say hello in a different language or you have oh. to like solve this math problem. Like, please don't make it work for our candy. Like <laughs> we're literal like third graders just like trying to hit every single house on the block. And they're like, do a math problem, more school. <laughs> like, no, thanks. <laughs> But a question for
0: you. Um, So you know how, how like there's two kind of houses for trick-or-treating that you're like, these are the houses to go to, right? There's the big candy houses where they give you like the jumbo size parts. And there's the houses that leave out their candy on the porch. Which would you rather go to?
1: Oh, okay. See, the houses that leave their candy on the porch, like that's competition, you know? Like the market is super competitive. And like, yeah. you don't get there, the bowl's going to be empty. And it's more fun to like, trick-or-treat we'll see there's like an optimal time for trick-or-treating see we're getting like very um (laughs) you thinky here um (laughs) but basically there's an optimal time for trick-or-treating and that's like around what 7 p.m yeah definitely. if you do want to hit the houses with the bowls of candy then you'll have to do it at like 5 or 4 p.m
0: yeah Yeah. And then you miss the like a certain number of houses because they're like, we're not handing out candy at four.
1: Exactly. Um, so what me and my friends did actually was we trick-or-treated on three separate streets. So we started at five. Yeah, we we went ham. I think at one point (laughs) I got like 300, 400 pieces of candy. I counted. What the lucky if I got like 90. I went so ham on Halloween. I didn't even, like, I ended up donating most of my candy. I didn't even eat that. It was just for fun. Oh. (laughs) That's mildly terrifying. Like, little Shreya took this so seriously. (laughs) Apparently so does big Shreya. Okay. Well, (laughs) yeah. You know, I plan on trick-or-treating till the day I die. (laughs) like at one point I literally peer during Halloween I peer pressured all my friends to go trick-or-treating with me because oh. after watching a movie because we we're just gonna stay in and watch like scary movies do whatever and I was like no that is not happening we're going on a walk and we're getting the candy <laughs> I just I just had to you know I'm mildly terrified of you
0: right now the intensity it's it's important i don't know if you do this but when i used to go trigger treating with my friends or whatever because there's me and the my younger brother and he's only two years younger than me mm-hmm. um so we so if we went trigger treating we'd usually go like us two and then his friends and my friends if we were at my friends. like if we were at our house yeah so you yeah. Come back we already have like the um container or whatever we put it on the floor and you pick which candy you want you put it back in the container and then you would trade for other people for candy and you would do that thing, and you'd like, okay, I want your rockets for, like, a Mars bar. No, no way. Give me two Mars bars for these. And you, it, would, it was a full-on
1: negotiation. Oh, yeah, no. Like, coming back home with the candy was, like, a different ballgame. Like, first you have to get the candy, and then you have to, like, divvy it up and, like, uh-huh. share it. Was it was intense, man. Oh, It was yeah. so intense. Honestly, like, still is, like, I kind of miss that. Yeah. I miss trick-or-treating.
0: We are far, far too old to do it now,
1: but No, don't. No. No. No? Uh-uh. Don't. Don't do it. Don't say those words. I will be 90 in trick-or-treating.
0: <laughs> Fair.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, Moving on
0: from that. And Shreya's very scary declaration. Um... So another kind of predecessor to trick-or-treating was Guy Fawkes Night, or Bonfire Night um, celebration. So Guy, Guy Fawkes Night refers to November 5th, 1606, where Guy Fawkes was executed for his role in the conspiracy, which are like Catholic phase, um, to blow up England's Parliament building and remove King, King James I, who was a Protestant, from his power. So during the first celebration, people symbolically burned small statues or effigies of Fawkes, or, um, like, symbolic, like, sticks or whatever that would represent the Catholic priest's bones in bonfire and bonfires. And then somehow this evolved into the early 19th century where children walk around holding small statues of ox and ask for a penny for the guy.
1: Oh, and this, like, this is still celebrated today, right? I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I was actually watching, you know, Sherlock, right, on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's this I don't know if this is, I feel like this is gonna spoil it. So like skip like maybe a minute if you don't want me to spoil this episode. But what happens is that one of the characters is actually um, like under this sort of pile of sticks at, for oh. God's Day, where they like burn it and they have to like save him. And before it's too late before he burns to death in that pile yeah. of sticks. So just you think talking about that just like made me think about it like that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, Halloween kind of came to the U.S. through this
0: tradition. So, um, the large um, flood of new immigrants, especially those fleeing the Irish potato famine in the 1840s, um, came to the U.S. and um, they usually celebrated Guy Fawkes Day. And so, then during the early 20th century. Irish and Scottish immigrants started moving back to the traditions of souling and mumming. But by the 1920s, the pranks had become actually popularized as a Halloween tradition. And so the Great Depression actually exacerbated the problem, with Halloween mischief often devolving into vandalism, physical assaults, and sporadic acts of violence. So one theory about the origins of Halloween suggests that the excessive pranks led to the widespread adoption of an organized community-based trick-or-treating tradition in the 1930s, as a way to kind of curb this. And so this trend, however, was cut um, abruptly, like cut off with the outbreak of World War II, where, sugar, where there was like a lot of sugar rationing, meaning treats weren't widely available to high on out. And so then, um, but then with the heist of the post war baby boom, sugar training actually reclaimed its place and it became the standard practice for children in American cities and new built um, suburbs. So this was because they were no longer constrained by sugar rationing. Um, candy companies actually started capitalizing on this and launching national advertising campaign specifically aimed to Halloween. And so now as Shreya said, it's like a multi-million dollar industry.
1: So that's one thing we can finally thank the baby boomers for. Um, <laughs> thank you. <Halloween. laughs> yeah. And now we all have debt. Um, but <laughs> moving on,
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then another question, because um, we kind of had four I, uh, topics we wanted to focus on, like the etymology of Halloween, evolution, trick-or-treating, and then why Halloween was like spooky, like where did that come from? And so this also, like most things about Halloween, can be dated back to the Celtic end of summer festival, Samhain, where people, like Shreya was saying, felt especially close to deceased relatives and friends. And so then for the friendly spirits, they set places at the dinner table, left um, treats on doorsteps and along the side of the road, and lit candles actually to help their loved ones find their way back to the spirit world. And then we saw with mumming, people would dress up as like malevolent creatures for um, food, money, or drinks. And then with all this, we kind of see logical progression about it. However, today, Halloween ghosts are often depicted as a lot more scary and like evil, almost. And our customs and superstitions are also a lot more horrible. We avoid crossing paths with black cats um, as we think they might bring us bad luck. So fun story, the black cat thing is actually linked back to the um, to witches where they were believed to have brought bad luck to the Christian church. And then with the black plague, they were believed to have spread plague as well. Um, And so there's a lot of really cool things about that. And so that idea has its root in the Middle Ages. And so, like I said about the witches, people believe that witches avoided detection by turning themselves into black cats. And so, we try actually not to walk under ladders on their Halloween for the same reason. So, this may have to come from ancient Egyptians who believed that triangles were sacred. And it also may have to do something with the fact that leading, walking under a leading ladder is really unsafe. Um, and then, around Halloween, especially, we try to avoid breaking mirrors, stepping on cracks in the road, or spilling salt, all of which are traditions that we believe would typically bring us back love.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, when I was like little, I was also very superstitious. Um, oh, yeah. You know, as you can tell, I took Halloween very seriously. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I followed the step on your crack, break your mother's back thing very religiously. <laughs> but there was no moment that I was not proud of. I was very angry at my mom. <laughs> I decided to step on a crack and I immediately regretted it regret oh. regretted it so I ran home and I was like mom are you dead like <laughs> what's going on and she's like oh why are you why are you sad and that's my story it was very I, like disappointing but yeah I didn't get into Halloween
0: actually until I got older because when I was younger I was like oh whatever like it's fun but like it's not a huge deal like, I was like, oh, Christmas is cool. But then as I got older, I was like, Halloween is just so cool, right? Like, yeah. when do we stop coming up with the idea that dressing in costumes is socially acceptable? Like,
1: it's great. Like, it's I fun. You. I want to do, like, full proper costumes. It's so fun because you get to be someone who you, like, wouldn't otherwise be, you know? And then we
0: used to do a thing where, like, um, we wouldn't go out and buy Halloween costumes, but, like, based on what you had, you kind of make your own. So, like one year, I think I wanted to, this is during my first Jackson phase, I wanted to dress up as Athena. So, I got like this really long dress, and then my brother wanted one to be in America. So, we got like a sheet of cardboard and we cut him out like a shield, and we cut me out also a shield, and we each decorated ours.
1: And that was just so fun. Yeah, no, it's really great. Like, me and my friend, oh, um, not to get too political, but we're going as Vladimir Putin and Narendra Modi for Halloween. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> it's a long story. Let's just... <laughs> okay. We're just going to keep it at that. Um, But yeah, so we get to make our costumes. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, I think um back before COVID hit, I think like,
0: because I would do the thing where I'm like, okay, what do I want to be for Halloween the entire year? And that would just like keep changing up until Halloween. And I think it's somewhere in uh, like February-ish, I had, was talking to my friend and I was like, hey, you know what we should do? We should dress up as Poison Ivy and Harvey Quinn because I was in like my superhero phase. And I'm like, because like I have like a red baseball shirt or whatever, right? And it would be super fun we can go to like our first Halloween party or whatever, right? And then COVID hit and then everything died. So that never happened. But, but I still dressed up as Harvey Quinn Just my hair is black.
1: So it was not as I saw I saw a picture and it was really cool. I liked it. Yeah. I thought you did a good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. I forget what I dressed up as Halloween last year. Yeah. I think it was something.
0: I have white hairspray actually. And um over the summer I had cut my hair. So it used to be pretty long, and then I just recently cut it. Um because you guys can't see me. Um, but what I wanted to do is I wanted to like um put a partition or something on my hair, or, like cover it and spray the other half white and dress up as truella this year. <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Please. Okay. Yeah. Do that. I beg of you. Just please do okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. It's on a Sunday.
0: Or actually, um, my friends and I, uh, so in Canada, we have this thing called Candor's Wonderland. And it's like, oh, amusement park. And then every October, they have this thing called the Halloween Haunt. And it's basically like, after 8pm, the entire thing just goes nightmare version. And there's like people dressed up as zombies and all of that. So anyways, we're going soon. Um, And what I was thinking is, like, I could do it for then. And I can put on, like, a black and white jacket or whatever and, like, do half of my hair white. Because my friend was bugging me. Like, you should dress up. And I'm like, okay. (laughs)
1: Um, I think a week ago, I ended up going to Six Flags with a a bunch of friends. And we ended up staying for their Fright Fest. And it was literally, okay, it was very underwhelming. It was just a bunch (laughs) of, like, clowns walking around scaring you. But here's the thing. Okay, there was this one clown lady and she had a shovel, okay? And she would bang um, the shovel on the ground like that, like so loud. The... My friend, I tried to avoid her. I tried to avoid another like scary creature and I ended up running straight into her and my friend started laughing because I was so freaked out and so she said my name and then, but I didn't <laughs> my friend say my name but the other ghost or like clown or creepy figure, whatever, heard my friend say my name and so then screamed it out loud and I thought she just randomly knew my name and then she (laughs) chased me oh my god oh my god I don't know if you were following that but that was that sounds terrifying all Um, my friends were laughing so you know I was like very pissed
0: yeah I would be too
1: uh so me and like two of my other really close friends um our school
0: has a really loud bell right and whenever the bell goes off we all collectively flinch. like one of them accidentally like started screaming once right um they didn't want to go to the halloween haunt. i was like you know what it'll be fine it'll be fine and um because of covid and everything like they're no longer allowed to like touch you to scare you right and so um one of the people that i'm going with he was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be scary. I'm going to get my amusement out of had jumping and screaming. Thank you for that.
1: You know what? If he has that in his personality, then it's a win in my books. What do you mean it's a win? You no, know I take
0: back my fear over, over my, my, my sympathy over you being chased by a cloud. The cloud deserves to hit you in the head with a shovel.
1: <gasps> That's it. Podcast breakup.
0: Podcast breakup.
1: <laughs> and listening to Taylor
0: Swift. <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, like we said at the beginning, we have a playlist. So you can find the playlist in our bio at on Instagram at Inlight OTC or at tinyurl.com so that's Slash I-L-O-T-C Halloween. That is tinyurl.com slash I-L-O-T-C Halloween. I feel like a car salesman.
1: Woo! What is it? Uh, one eight seven seven cars for I've I mean, not heard that up. one. I always mess that up and go kids for cars, which I feel like <laughs> would be a lot better. Like, I would call my kids for a car. Um, um, that's not concerning. <laughs> See. Anyways. Yeah. I feel like they should be more useful to society. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want to, you know what? Let's unpack
0: that for a minute. <laughs> Actually, no, let's not. Let's please not.
1: <laughs> I I love kids. I just, okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Also, advanced warning on the playlist. Some of these songs you listen to and
0: you're like, oh, this isn't a I'm thinking of one very particular song that I added. Um, watch the music video. Watch the music video if you don't think a song is Halloweeny enough.
1: Oh, I know who you're. Ta- I know what you're talking about. But also, um, what I'm gonna say is that like a lot of these songs are like what Halloween sort of means to us, you know? So like if those songs don't really register Halloween for you, then that's totally fine because like everybody has different music taste. Everybody has different sort of visual rep or like musical rep. rep- Representation of what Halloween is, and this is what it is for us. So definitely, like, send us some Halloween song recommendations. We can add them in, and feel free to message us on Inlight at Inlight O C C or Instagram. Just yeah, a gander, go for it. Um,
0: and I think that's it for this episode. This is probably not. Is I don't know if this was as long as you expected, or shorter, or what. Um. But yeah, thank you guys for joining again. I think that's everything. I'm realizing that my nails are painted red for Halloween now, and I am happy about it, because I don't know why we decided orange was a Halloween color when blood red was right there. Um, yeah, honestly. Thank you guys again for listening to our podcast. Thank- huge shout out to our editor, Mackenzie, for coming back and editing the podcast. We love you so much. Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, we love you. Um, and yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, just a reminder that you can find us again on Instagram at ilotc, in and you can find our playlist at tinyurlcom Halloween. Thank you, and have a great Halloween, spooky season.
1: Let's spooky go! Season. Woo! Adios. Okay, Neha. What?
0: It's a good song.
1: Yes. Can you tell that we're with theater
0: kids? Yeah, she's a theater kid. I would like to clarify that I was a music kid. I'm now a
1: robotics kid. That's even worse. Okay. Oh my god. That's worse. Like we said at the
0: beginning, we have a playlist. The playlist. You can find at
1: Yeah.
0: Uh okay, tiny URLic. Tiny URLic. Yeah. Um I oh. going to tiny URLic.